welcome back to the New Arc Podcast, episode 29. I mean, we should have fireworks go off or something, but because, I mean, that's unbelievable. But what's even more unbelievable is that today, Saf is a cat, so... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't quite work for the podcast format, but I'll leave the, that to the reader's imagination, I think. I don't yep. think we need any more details, do we, Seth? Yep, no, that today is fine. Today, cat. Today is... In Scotland. Today is redemption. Big cats, jaguars are coming to ensure that cats make it to Earth 2.0. Because a mistake was made on episode two. And we are here today in Scotland, in the metaverse, to ensure that that wrong is righted. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you have boosted your chances. We did meerkats last week, and now we've got jaguars. So, I mean, either of those really could claim as a win. But... Before we do get started, we have some results, not mm-hmm. about meerkats, but about just about everything else. Because if you recall in last week's pick results update, uh, I missed a few off the results of which were still being tallied. Mm-hmm. Uh, polling and recounting and everything Sap keeps on asking for when his animals lose. Mm-hmm. So, so, so without further ado... I think we left off at episode 24, which was bees. No, we Do didn't have the think... we, we didn't have the results for bees. Yes, indeed, indeed. No no bees. Can yeah. you believe it? Be be believe it, un unbelievable. <laughs> and with those excellent puns, do you think bees made it in? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are spot on. I mean, everyone loves bees, don't they? Bees are great. I'm not going to begrudge that result. Episode 25 was bears. Do you think bears are arc-worthy? They deserve a spot on our space cruise. I certainly think so, but I think bears could be a Royal Rumble character. Ah, well, you, you apparently are too much of an optimist because, actually, surprisingly, <laughs> Bez didn't make it on outright. Right. So, uh, it's, it's not looking good, got to say, Seth, for Jaguars. In the past <laughs> ten episodes, we've discounted wolves and bears. I mean, Jaguars, what hope can they stand? Got all the big carnivores going potty side. Episode 26, Chameleons. Do you think Chameleons made it on? No, I don't think so. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> Devil's animal. <laughs> Hated by Darwin, my god, Shakespeare, everyone else. So, so yeah, chameleons are out. And the final result we have is for episode 27, which was worms slash earthworms. Oh, earthworms. The earthworms made it on. They did because... Earthworms are integral to life on Earth. I've got to say, Seth, you are doing a pretty strong psychic streak today. Because Earthworms did make it on. What's that, three out of four right? Mm-hmm. Def- definitely beating the odds. 
I won't get you to predict meerkats because I don't have the result, and that would be biasing future voting. But I'm sure they haven't made it on because they're despicable creatures and they deserve to die in fire and brimstone. So, so moving on, moving on. Today we are talking about jaguars. Jaguars, jaguars, jaguars. I mean, got to say, we've already done them. They are cats and just didn't make it on. Uh, I think we can close the case there, don't you? No, absolutely not. I think, as I said, there was a terrible, terrible mistake. And it's not often in life that you get to do a redo. Here we are, and um, justice must prevail. So Jaguars are here, representing cats. And yeah, we we just gotta make sure that we haven't had lions or tigers yet. No, contrary to popular demand. Mm. So Jaguars are the third Next biggest series. Third biggest cat. So they're here to represent the big cats and ensure that the little ones, um, you know, they make it on too. I mean, third biggest cat, who really cares? It's like bronze medal. Famously the only swimming medal I've ever won. Because I grew up in Australia, <laughs> where everyone could swim. was a, a fourth, a, a fourth place medal. Which, which isn't bronze. Quite proud of. Which isn't bronze, to be fair. But, I mean, you want to be first or second, don't you? Nobody really cares about third. Well, I'm a second child. Nobody cares about my young sister. The the jaguar's claim to fame isn't the fact isn't the fact that it's the third biggest cat. It just so happens to be the third biggest cat. Hmm. Coincidence. Okay. Well, I'll tell you something that's not coincidence. I'll open my case with the very strong argument that uh, I mean we already have a space arc and $50,000 cars, especially ostentatiously coloured ones, do not do well in space. We are going to start a riot if we try and fly Jaguars into space. And uh, I mean, nobody likes people who drive Jaguars. They are snobbish, rich, coughs who have too much money to spend. Right, so this has come up. This, this, uh, the, the car maker, has co-opted a Jaguar, and you're right. In my research, I found more stuff about the car than the animal, and now you're using the car to, you know, it's a car. We are not talking about the car. Uh, How do you know? Because we're talking about animals, and the car, you know, to be fair, like the car- It'll make for a change. Yeah, but the car, even from a car perspective, it's definitely, you know, leans towards the better cars on Earth, 1.0. They definitely do. On balance, they are net positive. For sure, they've been in, like, James Bond films. Um, James Bond drives a Rolls Royce, famously. 
Steve Martin. Who drive Jaguars just showing off. And a Rolls Royce. Okay. But we're not talking about the car. Even the car is probably worthy um, to come aboard the Ark. We're talking about the the, the majestic cat that is the Jaguar. I've got a philosophical question for you, mm -hmm. Seth. Mm -hmm. Can cars be alive? Can cars be alive? Um, yeah, because I mean, all of these things are so smart nowadays. Like, you've got Siri in your phone. Yeah. That I'm sure you get equivalent in cars, especially high end ones like Jaguars. Yeah, well, I don't know. Perhaps in like a Tesla or something. But I think. At this moment in time, I think it's fair to say that it's, they're not. In the future, they might be, but I think at the moment, they're quite, still quite um, basic. Like, they haven't passed the, what is it? Is it the Turing test? Turing test? Yeah. Not Turing test. Yeah, whatever the test is where you, where, it, you know, it's indistinguishable from from a human, for example, and at the moment it is. Right, but the Turing test isn't testing for life. It's testing whether a, a computer program can make itself indistinguishable yes. from a human. But that's like, uh, I mean, they're, they're, just on, that's en route to, to life. That's like a more basic version. But if you look at the, the signs of life, how you tell something's living, like like a baby, for example. Mm -hmm. But because the most common definition of life is that it can procreate, it can create new offspring, foster a, genetic a, line. A baby can't procreate. This is how though. you define a living thing. Exactly. Babies mm. can't. So, how do you know a baby's life? It makes a lot of noise. Jaguars make a lot of noise, the cars and the animals, incidentally. But. <laughs> It, it moves fast or slow, so another sign. Uh, what else? It, it, poops, out it, the poop, it poops, but Jaguars but get it, it shits cars. emissions. Yeah, methane, uh, something else. Yeah, right. nitrous oxide. Do Carbon monoxide. Babies give off nitrous oxide. Don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I will leave that to our listeners whether cars can be alive, but. I think we were greatly in need of another philosophical bombshell. On to the animal. I mean, you know how I've got to start this, which is that jaguars are murderous bastards. Their jaws are strong enough to bite through a turtle's shell, but actually how they kill you is they take a bite right out of your head, literally. So most other big cats will suffice to strangle you. I mean, I'm quite happy to be strangled, honestly. Not a bad way to die. What Jack will do is take a bite out of your skull, literally tear a chunk of your brain out. Uh, and then, I mean, they start by eating your neck, then your chest, uh, and go from there. So working from the, from the middle out, I guess. Which just sounds a very, very gory way to go. Got to say, <laughs> unintentionally in researching Jaguars, it... I did find out that a lot of them seem to escape unerringly from zoos. So, you know, Juma the Jaguar. I'm sure 
because I hadn't heard of him, but he was the mascot for the 2016 Rio Olympics. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Who knew? But based on a real Jaguar in a zoo who escaped before the games, I also read a story of a 1987 uh, incident in a Belgrade zoo where a German shepherd named Gabby saved one of the zookeepers from a Jaguar that had escaped. <laughs> and what I love about this is they then erected a memorial statue in honour of, of Gabby. I mean, if you're walking around a zoo and it says, one of our brave dogs fought off and escaped Jaguar here, you would start looking over your shoulder slightly more. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't feel safe bringing Jaguars on board the Ark. Well... Hmm... I do, though. Um, and the, re the reason for that is because... Jaguar attacks on humans are very rare nowadays, um, and they're pr that's because they're primarily attacking capybaras. So, you know, I think even if jaguars were to escape, in the very unlikely event that they were to escape the sophisticated um, Arc 2.0 security, which is going to be on order of magnitude better than Belgrade Zoo in the 1980s or whatever. Um, given that we are, you know, state-of-the-art, you know, fingerprint... At Rio 2016? It's pretty state-of-the-art. No, not really. Not compared to the new arc. Uh, not, uh, I was initially referring to the Belgrade one, but, um, you know, we're going to have, like, fingerprint technology. It's going to be, like, you know, uh, multi-sig... Uh, to, you know, to get through to, like, the animal compound. But even if they were to somehow escape, there will be plenty of other animals that the jaguar would uh, go after rather than coming after you, dude. So, I think it's going to be Jaguars okay. have fingerprints. they got paws. Another philosophical question for you. <laughs> there must be an answer to that. Yeah, they, they have paw prints. They've got fingers. The, the fours mm. have four fingers, don't they? So, I mean, can you ID a Jaguar from its fingerprint? Another question. You animal buffs well, out there? Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, because it will be quite fundamental to our ARC security if we're using fingerprint scanning mechanisms to make sure they can't while their way out. I mean, famously, if you've yeah, watched any James Bond movie, those systems are extremely fallible. So... <laughs> well, the fingerprints, hmm. you know, it could be human fingerprints, and a jaguar will not be able to pass. You shall not pass. Indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I'm just feeling slightly insecure because up to date in the new arc, I've succeeded in making sure I still have a safe place on the arc up in the crow's nest because none of the animals we brought on can, can reach me there, I believe, with the possible exception of chimpanzees. But I, I reckon I can make friends with them. 
all of the other ones, so we avoided <laughs> narrowly bringing off some wood, which I was very glad about. No threat there. We avoided bringing bears, which of course could have climbed the crow's nest. Very glad about that. Uh, I mean, consistently, I have kept a safe place for myself in the crow's nest. And, I mean, jaguars are a threat to that because they'll climb it, up it, sit there. I mean, they'll probably jump down onto deck and bite your brains out like a drop bear. So, I mean, this is a threat. And the reason I bring it up, because, as I'm sure you know, I, I am an immaculately groomed person. I, I, I say this with a small hint of irony, because before starting recording this podcast, I admitted to <laughs> Seth that I haven't had running water for three days. But, <laughs> nevertheless, it has been scientifically proven that jaguars are attracted to Calvin Klein's obsession for men. I mean, jaguars love perfume. And since I'm such a sweet-smelling person, I mean, that that's just undue risk, as far as I'm concerned. So th- these are right. sworn killers. They're, they hunted glistodons, the giant armadillos, for God's sake. Very specific in terms of the Calvin Klein fragrance. Do you have the do you have the reference? Where's the scientific? widely published across the web, this study. If you Google it, you will find it. But yes, it's, it's not okay, only jaguars. Okay. So I believe it's lions, possibly cheetahs and tigers as well. So it applies to many big cats. Mm, okay. But yes, perfume security so, risk. All I'm saying, if you want to smell yeah, nice, so don't serene, bring jaguars. Serene. So, well, you know, the logic is flawed there because we bring the Jaguars, we just leave the perfume behind. Or we, we, we leave the specific brand of Calvin Klein perfume behind. But they haven't tested the other perfumes, Saf. You don't know. What we've well, proven we, is I'm, that I'm Jaguars sure do be... like Calvin Klein. We haven't proven that they don't like every other type of perfume. Hmm. But but if they liked every other type of perfume, the you wouldn't state so specifically Calvin Klein. You would well, it's a scientific paper. That's what they tested it with. <laughs> uh, right. Be... Okay. Okay. Well, they, clearly this is like. Um, not proper science because they should have tested at least a dozen other variations and had a um whatchamacallit uh, a control group but they had they didn't so this is just i mean it just um, says the scientists had taste well i can say these were fashionable well-dressed mm, scientists sweet smelling mm-hmm. they knew what they liked they wanted to test for the purposes of the benefit of the new arc whether myself i mean of course i wear calvin klein uh, obsession <laughs> very targeted study but no the less scientific yeah. for it yeah yeah funded by the new arc no doubt yeah, of course i don't know how you can doubt that Seth. 
<laughs> well, all I can say is that we'll leave the Calvin Klein obsessions behind. We take the Jaguars on board. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's, uh, it's a debate about perfumes. It's a debate about animals. And as we discussed before, God, through Noah, has already set the precedent that two of each animal shall on board the ark and jaguars along with every other animal and every other cat deserve to make the cut hmm. yes well i've got two counter arguments to that <laughs> the, the, the first being if we don't bring calvin klein what are the jaguars going to wear i mean because Big cats, they're, they're, they're big mammals, they move around, very active, they sweat a lot, so, so they smell. I mean, I know from experience that leopards smell very strongly of Doritos. Uh, I haven't been able to find on the web <laughs> what jaguars smell like. So, because there is no reference to it, I'm going to assume they smell poorly. And, and that means they are going to need some perfumering. Uh, and there needs to be a solution there. Secondly, you made the point that, per the original arc, Jaguars deserve a place on board. However, I would raise you the point that in the 17th century, the Catholic Church actually outlawed the use of Jaguar images and costumes. So clearly, Christians hate Jaguars. God, Noah, whoever our authority here is, is not going to be keen on us bringing Jaguars on board. We shouldn't do it for him. We should perhaps consider not doing it for him, lest we fire him, roar <sighs> up God's wrath, lest we be struck down by a lightning bolt sent through space mid-voyage, which crash the new ark and splinter it into a million pieces Cross the universe, seeding life throughout the galaxy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just not good. Not good, Saf. Not good. Well, you talk, but, but that's kind of, you know, 17th century. That's like way, way, way after the Ark. So this is just a bunch of folks. Yeah, but it's more recent than the Ark, Saf. More recent. Yes, but it was just random people. Uh, pushing their own agenda. It was, it without, was just the Catholic with, Church. Yeah, just the Catholic Church was just pushing their own agenda. They were completely, you know, they, they haven't got a, um, a direct line to God like Noah did. Um, and, and talking of which, um, you know, kind of the counter argument, I suppose. Um, the counter argument, I suppose, is that. Um, Jaguars have played a really important role in human culture, historically, playing a central role in stories, songs and prayers of indigenous people. And, you know, are you, by leaving Jaguars behind, the message you are sending out is that indigenous people don't matter, oh. but they matter. Indigenous lives matter, Elliot. Indigenous lives matter. And, and for all of, the, all of the injustices that they have faced over millennia, we, we owe it to them 
to do right by them moving forward. This is, you know, this is our reparations and, you know, not allowing Jaguars on board is like kicking them in the teeth. And it would be very racist. Still less painful than being eaten by a Jaguar. But I still have huge <laughs> points to raise. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the two big groups, Jaguar's significant force, so they're the national animal of Brazil and Guyana. Cares about Guyana, animal of Brazil, and they're very significant to the Aztecs. So, I mean, Brazil, fair enough. They have Jaguars in Brazil, it's introduced as a national animal. Do they care about Jaguars? I mean, got to be on the side of no, because as mentioned, Juma the Jaguar, mask 2016 Rio Olympics escaped. What did they do? They shot it dead. So how much do they really care about Jaguars? Much. Aztecs famously worship Jaguars, love Jaguars. What did they do? They sacrificed shed loads of Jaguars. Is this showing respect, compassion, love of Jaguars? I mean, I've got to be able to decide that it's a very sensible survival policy to sacrifice shitloads of Jaguars. Because then the Jaguars don't eat you when you go out hunting, when you go out massacring neighbouring tribes. I mean, I don't see what's so special about Jaguars. Well, dude, you don't see what's so special about Jaguars because you're not an indigenous person. Fuck. <laughs> clearly, the Aztecs didn't give two shits about them, neither do the Brazilians. So, are you going to tell me there is someone you can name who has this strong indigenous relationship with them? There's plenty. Um, all of the tribes um, around the Amazon basin. Uh, in Brazil, the where they tribe. shot a Jaguar. No, Ecuador, uh, Colombia, plenty of places have a long tradition of working with uh, plant medicines like ayahuasca, where uh, this is tens of thousands of years of history, where the Jaguar is a primary um, character. And it's sacred, it's religious. And, you know, it's in all of the uh, traditional songs, it's in all of the traditional prayers, um, it's a jungle spirit. So, really, you know, I think we are in very dangerous territory here where, you know, we cannot, you know, we cannot offend these people that have been through enough already. I think uh, we, you know, we have to let the Jaguar on. Yeah, but I mean, Saf, you would worship them, wouldn't you? I mean, so I hate to dissect the the anthropomorphogenic <laughs> aspect of it. I, I'm going to edit in the, the correct word there. 
but but I mean, so these indigenous tribes around the Amazon, clearly the jaguar is the apex predator, their ecosystem. It's one of few animals, perhaps you can add the caiman to that list, which can easily kill these people. So, I mean, it's, it's like if... If to bring in our constant Hollywood reference to Jurassic Park, if we lived in a world where dinosaurs roamed free, there would be a cult that sprung up where people started worshipping dinosaurs. Because dinosaurs then become the preeminent life force, they become the, the apex predator, including ecosystems in the ecosystem, including, hu including humans in the ecosystem. So, I mean. I don't know how much weight you can give the, the, the worshipping of jaguars because there isn't much choice, is there? What else are you going to worship in the bloody Amazon? It's a lot of trees. Well, you can worship the trees and, and I don't think they're necessarily worshipping the jaguar. It's, it's more kind of appreciating the jaguar in all its wonder. Will tell you something I wonder about, Saf. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I too hold Jackie was in a certain amount of wonder. Uh, and <laughs> I really do wonder about their stupid camouflage. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the point of camouflage is that you blend in to a uh, habitat. And I mean, Jaguars are, are yellow and black, and jungles are <laughs> green. <laughs> Why on earth would you evolve that colour, that coat? I mean, it, I've got to say, it feels like God it's, really let bar down with them. But it's like the tiger is kind of similar. Yeah, but, but the tiger's so walking through grass. So it makes plenty of sense for tigers. It makes plenty of sense for lions, for leopards, for cheetahs, all of whom are walking through grassy savannas and plains where that camouflage. No, tig 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 tigers are in jungles. And grassy savannas and plains. Right. So what about the tigers in jungles? They're not well camouflaged. Well, they're just stupid. <laughs> tigers will get half the rap because half of their kind are stupidly hanging out in jungles where their camouflage is no bloody good. Jaguars, however, get the full rap because all of them are hanging out in jungles where their bloody camouflage is no good. So I mean, why? What, why? What, what about what about the what about the black panthers, the black jaguars? Uh, the, the, the 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 black black jaguars. I mean, I'm not sure whether to count a genetic aberration as God's grand design, beauty of evolution, and all, all that. There's quite a, there's quite a few black uh, panthers, no. black jaguars. Well, what do you mean by quite a few? I think you need to specify that. Well, there's enough of them for them to have a name. Yeah, but that's just because they're big cats. It goes back to the religion argument. It's because we have to take note of them. It, it, I mean, it's like albinism in every other species. So you get albino jaguars as well, but it, it just goes both ways for them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still you very get more no. black you get more black jaguars than white jaguars, clearly. 
true, but you get very few of both. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to change your uh, argument that we're going to bring two black jaguars on board, then, I mean, we can, by all means, recommence the discussions. But I'm going to say... <laughs> right out you're going to have a tremendous logistical challenge finding any it's also very hard to tell the difference between a black jaguar and a black leopard got to say because they're both black hmm. so, I mean how would you tell because well, we haven't tried leopards yet they could be moonlighting yeah. they could sneak on board but that is okay by me too of course it is <laughs> well Fair point. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know what I think about black jaguars. They're, they're either very cool or slightly pointless outcasts. I'll tell you why they're very cool. There was a movie made called The Black Panther. I was going to ask you about that. And it wasn't just a success. It was a phenomenon. $1.3 billion worldwide, one of the most successful films of all time. Humans have spoken at scale. Black Panther is cool. Yeah, but I mean, okay movie, not Marvel's best. I, I don't know how much you can. The bo weigh box into office, the box office figures, and Rotten Tomato reviews beg to differ. It has been. You know, in every way that you can look at it, it was a home run. Well, it, it very successfully pandered to an African market, which is uh, a booming, expanding market. So, uh, I, I would say that it was well received across the board. Yeah, but I mean, it, it just wasn't one of Marvel's best movies. So, I, I hate to reopen this old wound of a discussion, but Marvel movies have gone downhill. Iron Man was the best movie Marvel ever created, and every movie since has been getting progressively worse, uh, with the possible exception of Doctor Strange, which was a half-decent movie, but every other Marvel movie since has been crap. So, I mean, Black Jaguars, I think you have just sealed it for me. Black Jaguars, Black Panthers, which I've got to state, Black Panthers, for the disambiguation, can be either Jaguars or Leopards. So, you don't know that the Black Panther is a Jaguar. Got to it say, is, it could be a Leopard. It is, it is Jaguar. But it's, it's far more likely to be a Leopard since it's set in Africa, but I won't take you up on that. <laughs> You think it's a Jaguar on holiday? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Nevertheless, I do have a few final points yeah. to take you up on. Yeah. So, firstly, Jaguars are sexist. I know I've used this argument many times before, but it applies to Jaguars nevertheless. I mean, females are between 10 and 20% smaller then males so i mean they have i mean i guess bringing jaguars on board is reasserting age-old gender stereotypes of females being subservient smaller playing uh, a lesser role 
so, I mean, I don't think we can stand for that, just as we can't stand for insulting indigenous persons, uh, except there are more females to piss off, so it's all crunching numbers. Uh, speaking of crunching things, what jaguars <laughs> eat famously is, I mean, tenuously, what they eat famously is meat, and what is meat famously bad for the planet? I mean, we're meant to be more ecologically sustainable on Earth 2.0, so bringing a hyper carnivore like jaguars on board is going to drastically increase our carbon emissions. I mean, it's going to be trillions more trees that we need to plant to offset those emissions. And frankly, I don't think there's room on Earth 2.0 for all of those new trees. Uh, so uh, I don't think we can I'm, justify it. I'm glad you bring this up because you just walked into uh, into into my next Jackie's jaws. Yeah, quite literally you have because um, I came across a very interesting, very poignant article called Ecuador's Vanishing Jaguars. And basically, it's all about how the big cat, i.e. the jaguar, is vital to rainforest survival. And it states, if it disappears, the jaguar, everything below it in the food chain is affected. With an overpopulation of rodents, the jaguar's prey they would eat more bugs and seeds and decrease the regeneration of trees and other plants in the forest. So, jaguars are important to the survival of the forest, not the other way around. So, Earth 2.0, we want thriving forest, rainforest ecosystems. And as part of that, we absolutely need the Jaguars to do their thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fine point, Saf, and well spoken, and you made it just as eloquently for wolves, which haven't made it on, so... <laughs> I will restate what I said there, which has been a tried and proven <laughs> argument, which is that we have no ecosystems to speak of in Earth 2.0. We will. We are yeah. bringing a completely random, dysfunctional selection of animals. <laughs> so yeah, there are no ecosystems to debalance. There will be. I mean, arguably be. by removing jaguars from Earth's 1.0's ecosystems, you are debalancing those ecosystems, yeah, which are the yeah. only ecosystems we have the potential to debalance. So, But those ecosystems are not going to be around. That's why we're moving to Earth 2.0. So that is well, that's, by the by. It's a very fatalistic viewpoint. It's a journey <laughs> account, Seth. They, they will have a few short minutes after we depart in which to collapse, descend into chaos. So there's no need to doom them further. <laughs> I, well, I mean, uh, on a more logical note, we do already have a, a plenty of keystone species. We have elephants, for instance, which, just like jaguars, hold they, up rainforests. They don't eat rodents, mate. If you don't bring rodents, you don't need to eat rodents. All you're saying... But we don't know that... about rodents coming or not. That is, Schrodinger's rodent. 
Schrodinger is rodent. But all you're saying is that if we bring jaguars on board, then we will also need to bring rodents to feed them. And I don't think most of our audience will be behind bringing rampant rodents on board. And I mean, you already re- mentioned their ideal prey, the capybara, largest rodent ever. I mean, size of a pig, essentially. Capybara. Do we want to bring the world's largest rodents on board our brand they new are, shiny spaceship? No, we don't. They are very cool. I I was in Brist. I want to say Bristol Zoo, and I saw a capybara. Do they have capybaras I, I in like, Bristol Zoo. I think so. Kind of dispute like, that. Yeah, I think it was. Really? And uh, it blew my mind because at whatever age I was, thirty or whatever. I didn't think there was an animal that I didn't know. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's how I came to know of the capybara. Well, we've already proven through the course of the new arc there are many animals you don't know, Sam, <laughs> including the sloth bear and the armadillo. So. <laughs> I definitely know about the armadillo. Do and, now, I, yes. And, and the sloth bear is way overshadowed by the hype and popularity of the sloth. So obviously I was much more familiar with the sloth. The sloth bear is just like, like, it's like an unknown kind of bear. You got like the brown bear, you got the black bear, you know, the polar bear. Like those are the the popular bears. The sloth bear is like the, the poor cousin. I mean, you're just being bearish there, but since we're not bringing bears on board, nobody cares. They're all going to die. Oh, on which happy note, I will conclude my case with the, the, the simple statement that Belize is the only country with a dedicated Jaguar reserve. You look up Belize, first thing it says, not safe for tourists. Do not go there very dangerous you would have your head bitten off that's in the small print terms and conditions on your travel insurance but but yeah i mean jaguar's stupid idea to bring them on board the ark but vermin problem aside we don't need them they will be excess hassle and they will murder me in the crow's nest so i mean why bring them they can swim for god's sake so i mean we brought dolphins fair point but if we're flooding the earth, I think they'll quite enjoy it. That they enjoy swimming more than I think basically any other big cat. Lions, tigers, somewhat, but jaguars all in. So so leave them for the flooding, they'll love it, Saf. Yeah, you're just being cruel, trapping them on board a tiny claustrophobic spaceship with too few vermin to munch and too many humans to futilely bite the heads off. I rest my case. Okay, so my final point on that is that... (laughs) Um, Oh, final fun fact, let's end with the fun fact, which we haven't touched on today. What is a group of Jaguars called? Collective now. You don't get your, bloody groups of jaguars. Your favorite, your favorite segment, the collective oh, now. God, 
It's a good Everyone one as well. Earth came up with a collective noun for a group of jaguars. That's the a most couple, pointless. There's, there's a couple. They're better than a tower okay. of giraffes. I, I, I will guess it. Is it a a a stalk of jaguars? No. That'd be quite cute. Stalk of jaguars. A a a, a spotting of jaguars. No. It's either a prowl or a leap. No, that's crap. I'm gonna go with a stalk of jaguars. I think that makes them sound more friendly. They'd be like daffodils. <laughs> have, have a stalk of jaguars on board the new ark. Okay, well, 2.0. We'll definitely have a have a prowl of jaguars aboard uh, the new ark. Take them to Earth 2.0. <laughs> And um, ensure that our rainforests are surviving, not only surviving, but thriving. I rest my case. Well, I'll be the one laughing when we find out Earth 2.0 is completely covered in oceans, but it's going to be like the new Avatar movie. (laughs) All the elephants are going to drown. When's that coming out? Don't know. Should be good though. It'll either be good or crap. <laughs> Same goes for all reboots. But yeah, yeah. high hopes. High hopes the new Jurassic Park. Unless they start worshipping the dinosaurs, in which case I'm all for it. <laughs> cool. Well, as as hinted very subtly earlier in the episode, we have only one more uh, episode remaining of Series 1 of the new arc, after which we will take a short interlude whilst Saf travels boldly where no man has gone before (laughs) to Spain, uh, where apparently there are no flights from Bristol, so he's he's going to be taking the new arc himself (laughs) to get there. And I'm going to be going to Cape Verde for a few months, uh, where there are fewer jaguars and more turtles, which we and almost ho- talked about in the new arc. Hopefully more running, running water. And hopefully more running water, yes. Well, you mean, <laughs> since there are no jaguars, I'll be all in my perfume, so <laughs> I don't need any running water there. I'll be all sorted, smelling sweet, living high life. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, so join us next week when we will be rounding out series one prior to several months interludes coming back in September. But we will be rounding out series one with the Royal Rumble in true high point new arc fashion, building on our brilliant first Royal Rumble with Joseph, because I forgot his name last week and <laughs> bluffed through it. But. <laughs> Building on our first Royal Rumble with Joseph, and we'll be discussing frogs, snakes, and fungi, assuming neither meerkats nor jaguars tie, in which case we'll have a major logistical issue on our hands, so I may be rigging the voting somewhat. (laughs) Join us then to close out Series 1 in style. See you then. Ciao. See you then.